bottleneck building a fizzer Both wanna be right, lose sight Can't cut with one blade in a scissor Are you willing to go? In a giant sea of cool podcasts, you paddled up alongside the podcast that kicks the cool out of the water. Yeah. So watch out, because you're you're next. Uh, welcome to Kick the Cool. I'm the biggest big sister, Shishi. And I am your biggest little brother, Tone. I'm your little little brother, Wopsle. And we're here to give you the reviews you didn't know you needed. Welcome to Kick the Cool. I already said that. Sorry. Welcome to Kick the Cool, everybody. Did you threaten <laughs> your next? Is that what you said? <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't ad lib. <laughs> I didn't mean to insult all of our listeners. Yeah, wait. What are you saying exactly to <laughs> them? Bob- what are you- they're bobbing in the in the cool sea, and we're about to kick them out of here. <laughs> See, there we kick the cool, so they're the cool ones. Okay, okay. That, I fixed, uh-huh. okay. Okay. I fixed okay. it. Yeah, totally saved it. <laughs> yeah, sounds great now. <laughs> I tell you what's not cool. I can tell you right now, buying a car is not cool, guys. No. Mm-hmm. I I don't buy cars, and this is why because I hate it, and I'm really gullible, and I'm easily led, and people take advantage of me. But you know what? Not today. I'm 50. And I'm a, I am very much more mature than the last time I tried to buy a car and much more in charge of my being. I have, I get the feeling that anytime I'm buying something from someone, that they view the world the exact same way that I do. Yeah. So, and they're as honest as you are. Yeah, they're going to be very upfront. Right. Right. Me too. Yeah. So, I mean... I've been looking at, there's so much advice on buying a car and there's so many places to look and everything. And buying online is, is one challenge, but buying at the car lot is another challenge. And I'm just like, you know, this right. guy, I went today and I test drove a car and I liked it. Okay. I probably wasn't going to, going to buy it. And I knew this, but then he was like, I'm going to let you take it home. Let, let, you can just take it home for the night. Mm. I was like, um, okay. I'm really uncomfortable with that, but okay. I'll leave my car here. <laughs> And just lock it, I guess, and it's gonna sit here next to your nice cars on your car lot. <laughs> so, but then I, you know, ran into some some uh, evidence that he was doing some shady business. So oh. I took that car right back, and I'm just like, I don't Good. know shady business. Like, no, I I don't know what the shady business is usually, but this one I saw. So then you're on the car lot, and you're like, how are they trying to get me? Well, and they and that's the problem is that they really are. And you don't you know, know I mean? not, how. Exactly. You don't know all the tricks. I knew a guy named Opie. Okay. Now, Opie, he used to work at a big, at the biggest car lot in Oklahoma. And he said that he would sell people things that were impossible to buy. For instance, his favorite was to sell someone a four-cylinder or six-cylinder engine uh, and they would say, well, I really want a bigger one. And he's like, yeah, but you can't afford a bigger engine right now. So we'll sell you a two cylinder upgrade package. <laughs> oh no. Oh my God. You just bring your car back in when you're ready to pay for it and we'll upgrade you to a six cylinder. Oh my Ain't gosh. Bad. Ain't bad. It's just an upgrade. Yeah. <laughs> and they do. That's the problem is they do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All the time. The whole thing is rigged. Last time I bought a car, I was trading in a car. 
And whenever I got there, and I, he was like, "Why are you trading this?" I was like, "Yeah, I mean, this this thing doesn't run." It was like a Saturn, which was pretty well like this particular brand was known. Like they were all lemons. Like this this one, oops, all lemons for this particular brand of of car. And so I was trying to trade it in, and I was like, "Yeah, dude." I was like, "I'm lucky I even made it into the dealership with this thing." Like it was so rough. So I'm just laying myself out there, like I'm either leaving in your car or I'm walking home because that thing barely came in here. <laughs> And then at the end of the time, he told me he had like $800 trade-in for my car. And I was like, how are you going to give me $800? I was like, it blue books for like 3000 And he was like, but dude, you told me how bad it was. And I was like, told well, me. like what right. are you? Like, Henry Ford? Like, why do you care? Like, this is, just give me the more money for the car. And he, he didn't give me any more money for the car. <laughs> so don't lead with how bad the car you're trading in is. That's um, a good tip. I, I at that's least a very I, good tip. I'm not trading in my car. I am handing it down to the next poor sucker in my family, one of my kids. <laughs> so, right, right. Yeah. Well, and let me give some good advice, like some honest to God good advice. I'm about to help someone for the first time in the history of this podcast. <laughs> oh, let lay it on me. <laughs> now what 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 me and my ex uh ex fiance did is she went online and found prices for the car she wanted. She got three different online quotes. Then we went in, then she found the car on a lot and locally. And so we went locally, drove down to the lot and said, we want that car. Here are three different printouts showing that we can buy the car online at a cheaper price. Give us this price and we'll buy it from you. And the guy said, no, we can't give you it at that price. And we said, we're not paying a penny over this price right here on that we, that we got quoted. And we stayed there for at least 12 hours. Oh, my <laughs> no. gosh. No. And we just held our ground the whole time. We were like, nope, we're getting that car, and we're not paying over a penny over this. And we walked out of there with our, the deal we wanted. But it took 12 <laughs> hours of sitting there and drinking water and coffee and having them come by and go, hey, I'm trying to talk to my manager about all this, and he's just really not going for it. You know, like, come on. <laughs> That is crazy. But we got the car we wanted. <laughs> the guy didn't tell me where his manager was. So it, since it took 12 hours to talk to his manager, I'm assuming his manager was not in state. <laughs> right. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> he was driving <laughs> was over the border no of Arkansas. Cell phone service. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Well, maybe I'll get through it. I'll, I'll let everybody know what happens at the end of this. So, all right, let's get into this. Uh, let's see. Tony is up first. Let's hear it. Tony, what you got? Well, this week, uh, as, as usual, we start the show off with a suggested topic from the listeners. And so this week we are going to do one, uh, sent in by Lauren and Lauren says, let's talk about seasonal foods okay mm -hmm. now she says something else let me see what she says here or limited edition seasonal or limited edition foods mm. by lauren so yeah Wapsa, what do you think about seasonal or limited edition foods you know they're interesting in that you know so, so what she's talking about is how you'll have like a turkey and stuffing flavored pringle come out around thanksgiving right or like exactly, exactly like a uh a peppermint coke is for you know around around christmas or something like that and i feel yes. like i feel like these things are kind of like chia pets like they're just gag gifts only i feel like because no uh -huh. one actually wants to engage <laughs> with a pringle that tastes like turkey and stuffing 
But yet we're all pretty excited that they're there whenever we see them. Now, the only time I'm going to disagree completely with you is that there seems to be a large portion of the population who really appreciate that PSL, that pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> well, well I, I am one. I am one of those. I think okay. there are certain, like the McRib, um, that's not seasonal, but it is only occasional. Limited, yeah. yeah. And people go crazy over that. I tell you what, I don't really trust them. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I resist the seasonal flavors so hard. I think it's because um, it's just like I don't want to jump on the bandwagon. And I feel like a real fuddy-duddy. But I'm just like, I ain't having a McRib. They're not going to let me have it all the time. They're just manipulating me with this, you know, occasional taste of a McRib. No, I'm not going to do that. They want <laughs> they want right, me to eat a McRib. Right. They're going to have it in there all the time. Yeah, it's going to be a regular yeah. offering. I'll stick with right. You're not going to dictate. You're not going to dictate to me when <laughs> right. I get to go to your store and have the one thing I want. <laughs> right. I will dictate whether or not I'm going to participate. Yeah. I don't trust anybody nowadays. I just feel manipulated. <laughs> Everyone. All the right. time. That's all. Yep. This this car thing has really got you <laughs> sideways. I ain't having it. <laughs> First it's the cars, then it's the lattes. They're coming for us. <laughs> How is this peppermint Oreo going to screw me over? I don't know. Is a peppermint Oreo even? A... Oreo's always doing something. Yeah, Oreo's always doing something. There are some crazy Oreos like in Japan. Japan has some wild foods, gang. They really have some wild foods. Yeah, they do enjoy their their silliness, their silly foods. Yeah. So, so I wonder, because again, the, the examples Lauren gave are not the stuff that comes around once in a while, like McRib or pumpkin spice latte, but more like how like Jones Soda released like a like a fourth of july pack where they had different sodas one tasted like a hot dog one tasted like chips and one tasted like a beer or something so i don't right. know which one she was necessarily meeting but i think those are important different camps of like like a limited edition like the limited edition kind of gross stuff that comes out yeah <laughs> right well and so you're saying that the people that the we have certain seasonal or limited edition foods that actually that's not what we're talking about is what you're saying. We're talking about well, the ones that aren't repeated every year. Right, like these like the one-time things, but but I do want to say on the ones that come back every now and then. I'm I am with you she that either give it to me or don't because if it's good then right, just put it on the right. menu. Yeah. Why are <laughs> why aren't you just me. selling it? There's <laughs> something good. going on here. Right. There's something sneaky yeah. going on. Right. Yeah. They're so, manipulating our emotions and they're getting us hooked on them so that we're salivating when we hear they're coming out and we go and buy everything. You know, <laughs> they make billions of dollars. <laughs> I got their number. Uh. <laughs> so get that carrot cake Oreo away from me. <laughs> I'm sure it tastes delicious, and I will never know. <laughs> oh, it's so good! And the, the, don't they have a St. Patrick's Day Oreo that's got green in the middle? Uh -huh, uh -huh. Guys, I am looking I at yeah. all of these Oreos that are just. If you look up limited edition Oreos, and you will come up with so many. There's one that's uh, pizza. Um, there's <laughs> right. love Oreo. I don't know how what love tastes like, but that's what it is. There's it's a Lady crazy. Gaga Oreo. It's Ooh, inspired by Lady Gaga. I might get that. Tastes like Lady Gaga. Right. 
They're, that, see, right. they just found the manipulation. <laughs> they found what would get me. <laughs> Those sneaky bastards. <laughs> I think I think that these ones that I'm seeing are just ideas. I don't think they actually happen. I'm looking so. at ones with prices. So I know these. <laughs> now, here's one. And it takes us back to a thing we reviewed before uh, eBay. But for a 13-ounce package of Oreos, it's $800. Okay, wow. And so you have regular stuff. And then you have double stuff. This one is... M-O-S-T-S-T-U-F. Most stuff. So this is the next level of stuff. <laughs> when are they going to have all stuff? Then I'll get it. Right. <laughs> Oops. Oops. Oops, all, all stuff. stuff. Wait. <laughs> now, but don't I got to ask you, is this most stuff? Is it a real thick stuff? Or is it somebody? Because you said it's on eBay. Did someone buy double uh -huh. stuff? And just take out the cookies and smash two double stuffs together. It's like <laughs> a custom, what, like a custom limited edition food market going on. Well, what's interesting is it. <laughs> it's a. I'm looking at the package. So the package actually is from the most. It's it's called. I'm sorry. It's called the most stuff. <laughs> the most stuff. And yeah. on the package it says both limited edition and backed by popular demand. Oh, oh. okay. $800, it must not be in too popular demand. <laughs> so that's on a eBay for $800. I'm looking on yeah. Target, and it's $299. <laughs> right. So. The most stuff. No, this one must have even more. <laughs> if it's $800. Oh, those eBayers, they're just trying to get you. The eBay one's artisan. It's hand pressed <laughs> it's handcrafted right. it looks exactly like a chocolate uh moon pie that you can see the the filling well mm. i have to tell you i'm it's looking gigantic. at this i'm looking at mega stuff i think mega stuff must, must come between double stuff and the most stuff there's mega stuff. right <laughs> i'm looking at it. it's it's 379 so it might have i don't know why it's more than the most stuff it's got more seems stuff like Okay, just a second. Now let me try this. All stuff Oreo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am so there. Um, <laughs> update. All well, stuff. Well, us. Oh, they were an April Fool's joke that they did. Oh. There's a oh, picture of man. it. It says, J all stuff Oreo. Just the cream. It says on it. <laughs> oh, that makes me really sad that it's not real. It is an April Fool's joke. <laughs> Oops, all stuff. Obviously, we have a need for that in our society, or I wouldn't have thought of that, right? Mm -hmm. We need all stuff. <laughs> right. And listen, whenever these brands have been doing these April Fool's jokes all these last few years, every time they do it, you're like, ha, oh, that's funny. But that's also a pretty good idea. Like, there's always a part right, of you that's like, right. yeah. I wish that was really happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I want some most stuff Oreos for sure. The most stuff. Yeah. My bad. For sure I'll eat that. Are you kidding me? It doesn't look very appetizing. It looks like the things just got a little out of hand. 
and that that's not necessarily a great thing for Oreo. <laughs> right. So that's what it looks like on the picture. <laughs> I love the narrative where the machines just went kind of wonky. So a whole batch just got messed up. <laughs> And they, and they were, were like, like oh, let's just send them out anyway. Just to print a new package. <laughs> right. Just send these yeah. out as <laughs> crushed, well, crushed outside Oreos, new brand. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Crack down the middle. <laughs> oh, it is crack. You. That's Oreos are, I can't have them in the house in any form. Well, guys, let's go ahead and rate this puppy. What do we want to rate Lauren's suggestion of seasonal or limited edition foods? Wapsle, what do you rate it? <laughs> I'm sorry. I feel bad that we only talked about Oreos the whole time. <laughs> That's what we always do. Oreo. We find, we find one thing and we go, okay, this is it. <laughs> I'm going to rate seasonal foods low pork prices. Huh? Low pork prices. Okay. Because is this another one of those when, ones where I could just leave it at that. People don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, th- th- this is true. Listen, we most of what we say on this podcast is very obviously not true. This is true. The McRib only comes back when our nation's pork prices are at a certain price point oh. where it's beneficial. So they don't. It's I not seasonal it based on summer or whatever. It's all about when yeah. pork gets be- below a certain point, <laughs> they bring it back. When it goes back up, they take it away again. And I love oh, the McRib, man. so it's a high rating of low pork Man- prices. Manipulation, yes, at its core, right there. So when you hear the McRibs coming back, should you buy or sell? <laughs> we should buy the McRib for sure. Your mouth will thank you. Okay. But I think it means I, your, no. I mean, I mean stock. Your, I meant stock options. Your, your pork farming friends are hurting. I think is what that means. Yeah. So right. So, so buy their pick, stuff. At least so pick donate, up the phone. Donate to your right. pig farmers. Right. Donate to your local pig farm. <laughs> there we go. What do you rate? What do you rate most stuff? The most stuff Oreos. I'm just kidding. What do you rate seasonal or limited edition foods? Well, that's funny that you uh, that you. <laughs> that you referenced the most stuff Oreos because my rating is 47 licks, which is how long it would take to get through that most stuff filling. Oh, really? 47 seems very low to me. Low? Okay. Low. Yeah. I can, I can raise my rating if that's important to you. Because about- after the commercial, after the commercial with the owl who goes one, two, <laughs> a three, I actually counted how many licks it would take to get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Tootsie Pop, and that was 1,376. <laughs> I, will, I will counter with, that is a hard candy, and this is soft, and maybe I'm pushing harder with my tongue. Uh, how about you this? You could do it in one, right? I could, you could do, do it, it in one. one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I am going to rate seasonal or limited edition foods original, double, mega, the most. Woo! That's what I'm going to rate it. <laughs> it's the most. Original, double, <laughs> mega, the most. We need more food okay. products that follow that pattern so that you can get the exact right. amount oh, of really that thing. That you want. It needs to be a, a unit of metric measurement. <laughs> right. For sure. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Original pumpkin spice, 
the most pumpkin spice. Oh, double double pumpkin spice. Yeah. Mega pumpkin spice. Oops, all pumpkin spice. (laughs) Oops, all spice. No latte, all spice. Oops, where's the latte? It tastes like total ass. (laughs) Oops, where's the latte? Oh, yeah, this tastes like (laughs) (laughs) Your ass tastes like pumpkin spice. I'm confused. (laughs) Wait a minute. Can I get only, some verification on that? Only the most spice. It doesn't taste like the allspice. Oh. It tastes like the most spice. Which is too much spice, I think we're saying. Are we really talking about this? Are we having a discussion? I need independent verification. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. So, everybody, today I'm really excited we have a guest because sometimes we just need an expert. There are things that we don't, you know, we know a lot, but we don't know everything. So, sometimes we need an expert. And so, we've got one today, and I'm going to let Wopsle introduce him. That's right. You know, every once in a while, you come across a podcast that just opens up a world to you that you needed to know. And I ran across a podcast called Phantasmagoria. That has opened my eyes to cryptids and ghosts and spectral things and spooky things. And it's been awesome. And I love the show a lot. So we have one of the hosts from Phantasmagoria, Houston, here to share with us today. Houston, introduce yourself a little bit and tell us what your topic is. Well, I just got to start off by saying that experts is is a gracious, gracious leap <laughs> uh, from what we bring to the table on our show. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm one of the hosts of Phantasmagoria along with, uh, Sam and Kevin, a bunch of buddies, uh, known each other since we were about 12 years old, long, long time friends. Nice. Uh, and that's, that's the show. Like that's the show is, uh, just us riffing, man. We, we, <laughs> we have an interest in, we, it's less of an interest in paranormal experiences and more of an interest in the people who have an interest of paranormal experiences. <laughs> right, <laughs> I like right. that. These, these far-fetched yeah. tales, these, these. It's not even the paranormal. It's just the unexplained. People have some wild stories out there, and we we try to give them any kind of advice that we can. And uh, yeah, it's it's a good time. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, I hope everyone you know they can find Phantasmagoria everywhere you find podcasts. So yes, it's, a, it's a bit of a out. tricky search because we did pick the worst, most forgettable name <laughs> in the history of podcasts. <laughs> um, but it's it's if I like it. Yeah, like it's a good name. <laughs> If it helps people, it's it's exactly it's spelt exactly as it sounds, just with a ph at the beginning. Mm. Right, right. Uh, but I brought for you guys today my new good friends. Uh, I thought I'd go with a real a real true and tried classic and see what you guys thought about Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Oh, I love oh, Bigfoot. Man. I love Bigfoot. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I uh, we we've been talking about him a little bit recently. Uh, recently on the show, we talked about how there is a bounty actually a couple couple thousand bucks out for. Uh, I believe it was South Dakota. There's like a, a statewide like open season going on right now, so I figured. I mean, tis the season. We might as well get people informed. <laughs> wow, they, they know what we're did talking you say about. It's a, did you say it's a couple thousand dollars? I want to say it was. <laughs> I want to say it was like. 
20,000? Oh, it's, okay. it's been a minute. It's been a couple of weeks. I'd, I'd have to go back and take a look, but I- I'll give you $45 if you'll take that sucker out. <laughs> if someone showed up with Bigfoot and was handed $20,000 even, it's like, this is Bigfoot. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. The the amount of cash you could make outside of this little this little local tournament is astronomical right. compared yeah. to the twenty grand the state's offering. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but I did a little brushing up just to make sure I had all the facts uh before I uh brought it to you guys. Oh, um right. and I actually learned a few different things. Uh, as far as uh, some of the the, the wikis are concerned, at least, um, <laughs> folk belief among Native Americans and loggers are the uh, origin of this creature. And I don't know, that just really struck out to me with the uh, those those two individual groups being like you have a whole people of the <laughs> continent and on top of loggers. Like those are the only two that this could have right, uh, right. originated from, which makes sense, you know. It kind of uh, does track. It's kind of off the wall, but it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense too. Yeah, I mean, we can make yeah. fun of loggers all day, but I, I would be even more shocked if businessmen and uh, <laughs> right. you know were, yeah. were in the and wiki. Professor right. wrestlers, Valley Girls, yeah, <laughs> Valley yeah. Girls. <laughs> so, how much do you guys uh, like like lay it on me? What do you know about Bigfoot? Like, what? Uh, give me the give me the the deets that you've got. Well, I don't I don't know a whole lot about Bigfoot except uh, you know, the commercials, mm-hmm. the Jack Link's commercials. He seems pretty put upon and I looks like they already found him, so I don't know what the big deal is, but uh but I do have a friend on Facebook who is just always squatching. He's always really? squatch hunting. And um he's it, I don't think he really believes it. I don't think he really believes in Bigfoot, but he loves to go and find him. That's right. that's hey, his I'm deal. Not, so I'm not yeah, I'm gonna rag that's, on anybody's hobby. Only. If someone wants to hang out in the woods looking for, exactly, yeah, I'm hey, into it. Real, real quick, yeah, I mean, it's real quick. Healthy, side note: She make a note in the minutes yeah. that our next shirt needs to be needs to say "always okay. squatching." <laughs> yes, that's a great line right there. <laughs> that's good stuff. That's good. Now stuff. we're gonna now we're gonna make money. Yes. Yeah, give them away at that open season. <laughs> right. Maybe nice. if you sign up, you get a free shirt. Um. So how familiar are you guys with the the supposed subspecies of our of our good friend uh, Bigfoot here? Oh, Ooh. not at all in my part. I, mean, I don't even know what you're talking about. Subspecies. I'm assuming you're talking right. about medium foot. Oh, uh, you know, you're small foot. Uh, small foot yeah. Well, it depends on if it's male or female. Totally different sizes oh, with okay. that. Okay, okay. Um, you're all over the, the most foot. <laughs> the most <laughs> foot. You're. You are helping so many people right yes. now, Houston. Yeah, we've, we've never Seriously. helped this many people before. This is great. <laughs> well, we've got, well, it just depends on where you're at. I mean, I'm assuming you guys have heard of the Yeti, and that's that's yes. like a classic mm-hmm. mix up there. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you heard of the Yowie? No, mm-hmm. a Yowie. No. So the Yowie is the Australian equivalent of Bigfoot. And then in southeastern mm. uh, United States, there's even sightings of something called a skunk ape that... People aren't sure if this is the same thing making treks or if it's just uh, a whole family of big feet marching around. Like we don't, there's just not, no one's a hundred percent sure. Right. Wow. So the plural of Bigfoot is big feet, not uh, big foots. Uh, 
if I am the expert, which I mean, you said I was. <laughs> you labeled yeah. me that. You I are. would say yes. Yes. Okay. Great. You've heard it here. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I realize that's not mm-hmm. the point, but I, I had to just get it's that. It's a good out of question. The way. It's a good question. And well, he has been around <laughs> since the 1830s, so it is actually pretty significant that like different parts of the world have all seen this. Like, like I'll say that on our mm-hmm. show pretty consistently, we we get to a point where we're like. It's all fun and games, but there's no way this is real. In this case, like, like I, I would agree that I'm not necessarily a believer, but since the 1830s, there's been people across the world saying they're seeing a giant ape out of habitat walking around. Right. Like, that's, yeah. that's interesting, whether mm-hmm. you think it's a cryptid or not. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like, it's I'm like agnostic about Bigfoot. Right. I don't know if he exists, but it's possible. I would be okay with right. it if he did. I've never heard agnostic used outside of a right. church setting. That, that's great. I'm a Bigfoot I'm agnostic. A Bigfoot agnostic. <laughs> Listen, I don't pray to Bigfoot, but I, I, I think he might be out there. I don't think he saved me or anything. Come on. That's awesome. Hey, <laughs> hey, she, can you add to the minutes that another shirt is Bigfoot agnostic? Just We'll just make that. Yes, Bigfoot okay. agnostic. <laughs> hey, Huey, I, d- I did want to ask you a question. So I, I'm very interested in Bigfoot, but I've had a lot of crazy, unexplainable things happen to me in my life. And so I'm very interested in your show and in you know what you guys bring to the table. I love this concept. I love, uh, and, and you guys are funny. Um, but let me ask this. Have you guys delved into, uh, the Chupacabra? I, I know for a fact he's been mentioned. I don't think we've had a whole bit on him quite yet. We okay. need to though. Um, yeah. but for that's, sure. I mean, Hey, if you've got a story, send it, send it our way, my man. We'll, we'll, okay. Yeah. Or just jump on. Oh. Right. It sounds good. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> He's going to send you his novel <laughs> about this. Chupacabra. A novel. Chupacabras. <laughs> if my, the name of my, the name of my novel is medium feet. And so <laughs> history of yeah. chupacabras. Yeah. Right. No, history yeah, of chupacabras, sure. very small feet. <laughs> Let's talk about real quick about the name of Bigfoot because we have lots of cryptids out there. The Loch Ness monster is based on the location, right? Or like swamp right. thing. Mm-hmm. Is that a, a cryptid? Sure. Like even the Chupacabra is, I don't know where that name came from, but why is Bigfoot the only one that they were like, out of all the descriptors of that person, of that thing, they were like, his feet were pretty big though. I believe, I, I don't know 100%. I do know that um, it originated from tracks. They were finding tracks that were just enormous and they thought, mm. okay, so this, like it has, all we, all we know is big feet, like enormous <laughs> human right. footprint. Um, but I mean, the people who have named the cryptids over the years just haven't really done like a great job. Like if, if you go like check out like a list of uh cryptids like like i i could look right now at this british big cats that is a listed crypt like you know what i mean like people right. people aren't really putting in too much work on this so really el chupacabra is pretty cool yeah right. i think it is a spanish word yeah. i don't know what it is it could just mean scary dog for all i know the scary the scary dog, yeah. <laughs> scary dog. oh no it, it's uh it's goat sucker i think actually because it yeah that's what it is it, oh yeah they would it would Kill goats. That's well, right. That's okay. also cool. Never mind. That's also a very cool name. Oh, yeah, a little more bad a than scary livestock. dog for sure. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. The goat sucker, not my favorite flavor, by the way. <laughs> 
I'm actually pretty bummed they discontinued that one with right. uh, old Gatorade. I know. That was my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. It's seasonal now. Now it's seasonal only. How, how oh, many gosh. licks does it take to get? Oh no! How oh, many no. licks does it take to get to the center of a goat sucker? Please no! Please no! That's what I want to know. Yeah, well, you know, it's interesting <laughs> around Oklahoma. Bigfoot's kind of, um, which is where all three of us are from. Bigfoot's kind of like become more prominent recently. Um, we had a guy that tried to like, uh, like make a official Bigfoot hunting season in Oklahoma, and it wasn't like for a prize or anything. It was just kind of like a, this is the season you can hunt for Bigfoot, and if you see him, shoot him. Kind of like we have turkey season, oh, deer yeah. season. Okay, he tried to make a Bigfoot season. So you guys are right in the thick of it. Oh yeah, yeah. We have a lot of woods. You guys could go out squatching today. Right. I mean, well, no, I mean, to be fair, we got to wait for the season to start. Oh, it hasn't so, started. I see. We wouldn't want to. Yeah, yeah, no. Every time you guys say open season on Sasquatch, and I'm thinking, we're, how many people die because they, you know, like they're just out there shooting right. things? <laughs> who, who decided what the season was? Who, I know, right? right. Like, yeah. It's a little yeah. chilly. I think Bigfoot would be into that. Let's go looking for him. Like, what frame of reference could they possibly have? It is way too hot out here for Bigfoot. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah. Are they trying to control the population of Bigfoot? Oh, yeah, from one to zero is is right. what they're trying yeah. to do. It's out of control. Yeah. Bigfoot this is, is running rampant. rampant. This this one guy. Well, listen, if you're tall and hairy, do not go hunting do on not Bigfoot go. hunting season. Stay home, please. Okay, so do we think that Bigfoot is a supernatural being? Or we do we think that he is a natural creature that's just been in hiding. Now, that's kind let, of what me, I get. But let me clarify real quick. Shishi, are you asking what Huey <laughs> thinks, or are you asking what is in his experience? What do most people think? Oh, she's asking what the expert thinks. Okay, <laughs> what the ex right. uh, exactly, <laughs> Huey. What you got. You get is. me. Yes. Well, I honestly am not hundred percent sure. I will say, in that very same episode, we brought up the uh, the open season campaign. Um, we followed it up with a man who claimed to know for a fact that Bigfoot was a telepathic being. So, oh. so, <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, well, <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, maybe he's wiping people's memories you of never, him, and that's why nobody's. You never know. Him, you know. We, we came to the conclusion that, uh, Bigfoot was ready to make his debut, that, De uh, Bigfoot with his telepathic abilities, so claimed by this, uh, random person on the internet. That he was letting the world know one by one that Bigfoot is telepathic. They know that, and now right. he has he has convinced this this state. It's time to look for me. He's ready to make his debut. He's ready to stand on the stage. He's 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 ready to come out. He's ready. He could just go and stand in the town center. Oh, but there's no there's no theater in that. He needs he needs the world around a hilltop. Cameras, right. helicopters, yes. the works. Wow. Yeah, I mean if, if history's taught us anything, is that Bigfoot is nothing if not a dramatic uh thespian. Right. Yes, That's Bigfoot true. is a drama queen. That is That's, the truth. Uh, yeah, How do you fact. think he landed all those Jack Link ads? Mm-hmm. Now now That's the right. are connecting, right? <laughs> yes. I will also say that all press is good press, according to people like Donald Trump. And so uh, is that that could be the same for the Sasquatch. So maybe if he just murdered a family, you know, oh. then it would be okay. Well, you know, I, I he we're going to shoot him anyway. 
Uh, I, you know what? That's, that's a real question, right? You, you say we'd shoot him anyway. If Bigfoot was real, he gets into a town. He's way worse than we think. He just, he just (laughs) takes this whole town to church. No one's left standing. Just a monster. Do you think, do you think like activist groups and like PETA and science in general would be like, well, we need to take it down. Or do you think they'd still try to capture it and keep it alive? Well, and the government would have to try to bottle that, right? Like they have to try yeah. to find out and then do some some tests and stuff. So yeah, yeah. they would never kill Bigfoot. They would never kill him. So I th- I think they would let him go on any killing spree that he needed to go on and then then like funnel him down towards like they'd have bait like children as bait on the way (laughs) to the trap run that way children (laughs) run run that way babies i mean if we want to bring it full circle it's a real baptism by bigfoot like (laughs) trial by fire right right. (laughs) sacrifices oh that's so dark (laughs) that's really dark that's just the government trying to catch you know, Bigfoot. That's yeah. all. I, they got to do what they got to do. It feels it feels a little far fetched, but <laughs> I would not all. put it past the government to be like, "Well, we do want this big monkey. Let's sacrifice what we need to do to get big monkey." Right. You right. Know? Right. Yeah. Collateral damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a number where the line is drawn, and it's it's <laughs> one is within the acceptable. Like we know one is good. Probably like 10,000, that's too much. But somewhere in there is a number where the line is drawn. Somewhere in the White House, there is a whiteboard, and there's a sticky note on that whiteboard saying, we can only let maximum 200 die before we have to take down Bigfoot. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, there's another sticky note that just has the number one on it, because that's how many number of big feet there are in the world. There's one. And they have to remind themselves of that. I was just going to say, I think that's why I kind of wondered if he was supernatural, because there's probably, you know, like we just say Bigfoot, like there's just one. And so is he teleporting to all these different right. places? I or mean, is he flying? Oh, you know? It's, it's kind of like it's Santa the fact, Claus. The fact right. that he's being spot in Australia makes it like, okay, well, and and like some parts of Asia. So it's like those are land. Those are like landlocked, right? Like they're or they're ocean locked, like. Australia mm-hmm. is a mm-hmm. giant island. So if he's if if there's not if there is one, he's getting around. I don't know how, mm-hmm. but he is. Like he has to be. Good and point. And if, yeah. if yep. something that big's getting around, it would have to be paranormal to a degree. I can't imagine he's sneaking onto boats and ending up in Australia. And that's that's exactly why you have to have a season though, is because if you're hunting for him and he's in Australia <laughs> the whole time, but you're hunting for him in Oklahoma, right. you'd look like a big doofus. He doesn't know when he's supposed to be there, right? <laughs> that, that's if you what, don't have a season. Right. We don't let the people know. We're letting him know. This is when you need to be <laughs> no. in town. No, right. Because this is the hunting season we have on you. <laughs> oh, imagine the frequent flyer miles this guy gets. <laughs> oh, dude, he, he can go anywhere whenever he wants. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, ready. Whenever he yeah. wants. <laughs> um, so for anyone looking for this guy, um, I do want to point out that the, the Wikipedia article does does suggest that if you smell a pungent, foul-smelling older odor, uh, that is sometimes, like, in terms of like a skunk or or a rotten egg, it's probably Bigfoot. They want they oh. want you to know that. Okay. Um. So keep that in mind. And also, uh, a chief that they interviewed has said that he likes to eat clams and bark. So you know, just hang around. Huh. Keep that on you. Huh. I don't. Okay. I I don't well, know where clams might have come from. I wouldn't think he's hanging out by the docks, but 
See, I almost, I, I was suspecting for a minute that he was living on my college campus where I work because the bathroom is often <laughs> like Clams rotten eggs. Tree bark? Oh, oh, the smell. That makes more sense. Oh, man. Well, hey, well, uh, before we rate this thing, because Houston, we finish every review with, you know, a rating to really tell them exactly um, what to know about this thing. But uh, before we do that, so tell everybody kind of where we can find you guys and what, what we should be looking for. Right. So again, our, our podcast is Phantasmagoria. We're on Spotify, Apple, like wherever, honestly, wherever you can find podcasts, you're, except YouTube. We haven't done that yet, uh, but you can find us virtually anywhere. Um, and check us out. Like we, we post every Wednesday morning um, and it's a blast. We have, a, we have a great time with it. That's awesome. Okay. Well, man, thanks again. We're so glad you were able to join us. Would you finish out with telling us what is your rating of Bigfoot? You know, I would rate Bigfoot... Size twenty Nikes. Yeah. Is what I think. <laughs> yeah. All that, which is actually shockingly low on the scale I'm thinking of. So I mean, keep that in mind. <laughs> well, <right. Yeah. laughs> With all that world walking, he's got to have some good shoes, though. Obviously. That's right. That's oh right. yeah. Yeah. Can't be oh. having. I mean, it's wilderness. You stepping in stuff? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. No, sir. All right. Well, Houston, tell the other guys hi for us. And again, we're glad you guys were able to join us. We look forward to uh, more collaborations when we're. Uh, when we see you next time. Absolutely. All Talk right. to you guys soon. Cool. Thanks, Thanks man. And hey. Thank you, Houston. All right. But for the rest of us, let's head off to that five-star review. Review. Brought to us by CarMax. I've had oh. a very close relationship with CarMax the last few days. Oh. I have obsessively looked at every single vehicle on their website. That's a lot of vehicles. I should have been working at that time, but I was looking at vehicles. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I just uh, don't really, <laughs> I don't really know a lot of other stuff about CarMax. But they they're not paying us for this review, so I have to say something <laughs> <I know that>. <laughs> good. <laughs> One thing I have to ask is: is it that the cars are maximum, or that they give you the maximum cars, or is there a guy? <laughs> oh, I hope there's a guy. Hi, I'm Carmax. Can you walk up and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm just oh here to gosh. speak with Carmax. Let, just take me straight to the top." Yeah. yeah. Where's, Where's Max? Max? Yeah, I'm, I'm here, here to see, to see Max. Max. Carmax. He's the guy yeah. with the cars. And I get that. <clears throat> and then if you don't <laughs> And then if you don't remember CarMax, you might say Carfax or, or CarMax. Car it's both of those. So exactly. there's a lot of Right. Yeah. And I mean, technically, you know, I guess Mex could be a man's name hey, as well, Max. depending on where he's from. <laughs> but I don't think that's actually anyway. anyone's name in the world, Mex. I don't know. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> uh, Unless you're talking about multiple <laughs> Mex. As in mechanized <laughs> unit. <laughs> like Battle Max. Uh, oh. Battle Max, right. Yes. Battle Max. Maybe they sell Battle Max uh, at now I, I spend a lot of time on Zillow looking at houses. I have the house that I plan on retiring in, dying in, and being buried out behind. So I don't want a new house, but I like to look at Zillow. Is CarMax <laughs> going to give me that same thing with cars where I can just look well, at I cars? Think, well, I don't know because I've never been fulfilled in the car area. So... Uh, mm -hmm. I have not said, oh, I have the car that I'm going to have for the rest of my life. 
And I'm just gonna, I'm going to die in. Be I'm going to die in this car. They're going to bury me. No, I've never had that experience. So okay. I'm just everything is what I want. I want it all. I just want I want this feature, that feature. The guy at the dealership had to teach me how to start a car with a button. Having to be taught how to start a car is pretty wild. <laughs> I pretty know. <laughs> how is this even America? <laughs> topic that we sort of touched on last week when we were talking about cassette tapes and I was like I can't believe that I haven't it, I haven't reviewed Duran Duran yet Duran Duran Whoa. guys I mean how about Duran Duran D squared a lot of artists but how do we not do D squared now isn't isn't the Mighty Ducks 2 also labeled as D squared? <laughs> I, I don't know. They probably love me as well. Oh, that's true. And they love <laughs> I was Duran say, Duran. She, you just now did D squared heart SC. Yeah. <laughs> which were your initials when you were 16. Oh, yes. So I'm assuming you're referencing your notebook covers. <laughs> Do you know how many times I wrote that? <laughs> Lots. And it's not D2. So I think that's where, okay, Mighty Ducks 2 has a 2 uh -huh. after it. D right. squared. Oh. It's a, what do they call that up there? Um, a nominal? No, no, nomial? And anyway. Po polynomial. A squared. I don't know. So, <laughs> yeah. Guys, it started when I was 14, 13 probably, when I was 13. Those boys in their makeup, in their fancy clothes, with their flock of seagulls type hair uh -huh. they were just bleached and eyelinered and and beautiful beautiful boys and uh you know at that time i was very impressionable what do you guys think about i mean i have to ask i have to ask wopsle what is your favorite duran duran song <laughs> right now the only Which one <laughs> what's sad is the only song i have associated with them is also a song i know that they didn't do but it's the only uh song i have associated with them Okay. And it's Africa by Toto. Uh, <laughs> That's Duran Duran to me. So that, I don't know how, I don't know how that, what that does for you. Did you not prepare? <laughs> Did you not listen to any when Duran When I see Duran? those Duran Duran boys, I see them saying, this girl's gonna take me away from you. I'm like, oh, that's Duran Duran. <laughs> well, that is the same era. Well, now, hold on. Hold on, Wop. So I have to disagree with you a little bit because I remember one night a couple of years ago, you hit me up via text message and you said, how about that sax solo in Duran Duran's Rio? Yes. Yes. I remember that. Oh, Rio is them? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know Rio. Also... Do you remember when you remade the song Ordinary World into a worship song? That's Duran Duran. Okay, I know that song. Yeah. Yeah. See, Duran Duran's everywhere. I try to make my way. My way through an ordinary world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to be now, clear, we yes. didn't remake that song and worship song. We just sang it in church. So it wasn't. Oh, okay. We didn't change any lyrics. I thought you changed the words. No. <laughs> 
Well, it's a great song. Okay, Tony, you need to give me your impressions because you were there when it happened. Like, Wopsle's a little after right. the 80s. So, you know, he, he I mean, he was it there in the 80s, but he wasn't listening to Duran Duran. So Right. Well, and we should we that's our that's our bad. That's our failing, <laughs> she she is that we should have been like, Wopsle, you need to hear this Duran Duran. This is serious stuff. Well, I'm sure that he heard it through my bedroom door. And the tapes were too precious to me to leave in the floorboard of any vehicles, which is how <laughs> he right. discovered how our I music. Scavenged, <laughs> I scavenged your old vehicles every time y'all left for college or even just left for a day at the store um, and stole your tapes to know what was cool. <laughs> well, how about the song? Wild Boys, Wild Boys, Wild Boys. Wild Boys. <laughs> Do you know that one, Wopsle? <laughs> no, I don't. Definitely don't know that one. Oh. Wild Boys? Come on. You got to go listen to some about, Wild Boys as soon as we're done with this. How about Hungry Like the Wolf? Hungry Like the Wolf. I definitely know Hungry Like the Wolf. Okay. I'm lost how in about... the sound. I'm hungry and found. Oh, I'm on hungry the and found. <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry well, that... and found. That's funny. I was looking, I was going to mention some misheard lyrics because, you know, when Duran Duran was really, really big, I mean, they're good musicians all through all, everything they do is good, but they were really big in the eighties. And back then we didn't have lyrics in the, you know, you, you couldn't just look up the lyrics to right, a song. And right. so you would just mm -hmm. be wrong. I mean, you know, our guest Houston probably has never had that happen to him right. before because he's a young guy. <laughs> He's probably never had. Oh, I wonder what this song says. I don't know. I guess I'll never know. No, he goes to he goes to uh, what is that called? Uh, Bing Shazam. Google. He goes to <laughs> <laughs> and looks it up. So yeah. So the reflex. Remember the reflex. The reflex. The reflex is the reason I like people. <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? What? The reflex <laughs> is the people yeah, running of. over the things they do. What? Flex, flex. <laughs> the pre-flex. The Prius <laughs> is a car I drive when I'm being scared of gas. <laughs> <laughs> now we're on to something. Flex, flex. Oh, flex fuel. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> when I'm okay. scared of gas, I okay. just drive a Prius. I have You're a gas phobia. Okay. I don't know. That, I don't know if know anybody what? ever told you. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't know that, Tone. That must be really hard for you. It's really hard. I see gas. I smell gas. I'm like, ow, I'm out. <laughs> Bye. That's your pumpkin spice butt. <laughs> is what that is my favorite my favorite part about that line is that he will almost certainly cut out the part about the butts beforehand so this line will be out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh boy <laughs> oh man
man. I'm like, so I have a question about she. I know you were very obsessed with Duran Duran. Were like, mm-hmm. was that like, was Duran Duran back then sort of like these boy bands are now? Like everybody was all about them and like loved them. Is that is that kind of a one to one comparison? It's hard for me to judge, but I feel like Duran Duran was bigger than that. They were part of the second British invasion, you know, during the 80s. There were just a ton of those. Uh, so they were like a big part of this movement. Boy bands are like they have their really focused, obsessed bands, but it's not mm-hmm. as widespread. Oh. Well, I'm sure that all of our listeners uh, have been really helped by my <laughs> review of Duran Duran. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm ready to ready to hear some ratings on this. They they either get it or they don't. Okay, they either get it or they don't. <laughs> so, uh, Tone, what do you rate Duran Duran? And it better be good. I rate Duran Duran just an ordinary world. Oh. That's not good enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> let me try it again. They they are the most stuff. Okay. I rate Duran Duran. <laughs> D two Mighty Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Mighty Ducks too. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, I guess I can't. I shouldn't try to dictate your ratings. It just backfires. Wopsle, what do you rate Duran Duran? Um, it's so interesting that the top five songs of, of them on Spotify, I don't know most of them. So I guess I need to get to listening. Um, I think oh, anyone yeah. my age or younger that doesn't know Duran Duran needs to go listen to my rating because my rating for Duran Duran is that sax solo from Rio. Yeah. Just funky yes. and good. Makes you want to just like live life to the fullest. Makes you taller, stronger, more handsome. <laughs> um, it's it's me. that powerful of a saxophone solo. That is a Go really high rating for somebody who doesn't know anything about Duran Duran except for that solo. Well, I saw that so. um, they did Girls on Film. I know that song. I love that yes, song. Yes, they yeah. did Girls on yeah. Film. Yeah. That's a great song. So there's a bunch of good songs. <laughs> I just need to go on Spotify and see all these songs that I love. Starting with Rio. My rating of Duran Duran is flip, 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 flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> flex, flex. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you guys are doing. And that makes it so much better. <laughs> we will never tell. Go listen to The Reflex by Duran okay. Duran. Okay, well, I think that's going to do it for us this week, guys. It was such a fun episode. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, hey, we want to give another shout out to Lauren, um, who this was the second suggestion we've used from her. So thank you for your suggestion, Lauren. And if you want to be famous like Lauren and be on our next podcast, um, send us a review to uh, reviews at kick.cool. We would love to feature you next week. And we would like to thank the band Bugs for letting us use the song Reviews as our theme song. Please go like their Facebook page, like uh, buy all of their stuff, like every single thing. Go buy it. Also, everything. Listen Decimate to every them. single song. Listen to every song they have. Every song right now. After after you listen to Duran Duran. After Duran Duran. <laughs> Thanks, Bugs. <laughs> Thanks, Bugs. Okay, well, I guess that's it for us this week. I'm She. I'm Tone. And I'm Wild. We'll see you next time. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you very Love much. You. <laughs> Better. Reviews. Reviews. Reviews.
I'm hung like a clown. I'm lost and I'm found. What? I'm on the hunt. I'm after you. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Did you know what you were about to say whenever it came out? <laughs> no, I just say something. You know, it's just, you know, something and then like a something. Or I'm lost and I'm found. I'm silly and ground, but hung like a clown was just what, just what happened. <laughs>